70 miles an hour. Are you ready to take a hayride up to 80 miles an hour? Are you ready to take the hayride up to 100 miles an hour? Ladies and gentlemen, all the way from the bowels of rock and roll, give it up for TC and Jake. Hey, 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 it is us. Ooh, I'm in here twice. You know what? Something about you being that. in here twice sounds like, first of all, you're the only one that told me that was even possible a few weeks ago. What? <laughs> that someone could be in someone twice. Oh, or that two yeah, people, yeah. someone could have someone in in them twice. I guess it would be two other people. I mean, it's not credit me for that. It's not like I've done it or made a video or anything. Yeah, but I didn't even know that that was like I think that all, feasible. All credit goes to Mandingo on that one, Jesus my friend. Christ. Uh, you know what? You being in two at the same time sounds like to me malarkey. Yeah. How much malarkey do you want? I don't know if you saw my bus podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what it wouldn't give for you to drive up in that bus. What the god fucking tits is he doing with that? It feels like a parody, right? So we were, uh, right before we started <laughs> recording, got into the idea of uh, things that Al-Qaeda would really like that would be funny if they liked. What if they were just like big Biden guys? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, we don't, <laughs> we don't want the malarkey. That's what you they would started. say. <laughs> that would, they would say to my voice, that's my, <laughs> that's my take on it. They probably talk like me. That's my guess. <laughs> we put this out on our own now. We don't have to be quite as worried about it, worried about it as we used to. Uh, I want an Al-Qaeda training video where they all file out of the no malarkey bus. They hit the Mayor Pete. And then their weapons training is set to red dirt. We love centrism. <laughs> but then they go a little further. You don't want to go too far or too left? I think... Too, uh, too, right, too right or too left? The concept of, of uh, terrorist... Gotta find a balance. A terrorist training video tracked to red dirt country music is something I'm going to be thinking about Yeah, because you were talking about uh, Cody not Jenks. What's the, what's the last... Which, which Cody is this? Some shit just... <laughs> which of the Codys? Just flopped its hairy nutsack across the TL that was someone named Cody Johnson, who we just learned sold a uh, a lot of records back in January to the tune well, of being top 10 in the U.S. Yeah, you told me he was top, top 10, 10 in the, in the U.S. US charts, yeah. and then so I was wondering how he would feel. Like, well, at first I was imagining that he he would get a special charge out of the fact it's the U.S. charts, and then what, what conflict would he feel if he was number one on the Al-Qaeda charts? So I don't know if... <laughs> Billboard tracks that, um, <laughs> but, it, but if they did, then, uh, you know, would, would, would he be like, well, at least I've connected with some people or would, uh, I don't know. It sounds to me like you'd have to ask still have some lingering resentment from nine 11. You'd have to ask a guy who get um, over it, dude. I was told this morning that I need to stop talking about on the air. Mm -hmm. Um, sounds like you'd have to ask one of your sports heroes who got his dad killed whose uh, VHS tapes of his playoff games became very popular in a violent dictatorial uh, regime in North Korea and the Chicago Bulls. Oh, Michael, okay. Yeah, yeah. Maybe ask him how it feels to be the favorite of a man responsible for the death of millions. I mean, he's the favorite of everyone, you know? Not me. Fucking serial killers and saints alike, my friend. I'm 7-7. Seven Not sevens. you. Oh, all right. Well, whatever. We're getting close. <laughs> no, we are not. I uh, I don't know why I did this, and I don't know what the point of even saying this is, but I, I did, you know, just spend a, a good 10 minutes on the internet working myself up looking uh, at uh, Jordan and uh, LeBron's efficiency stats. Because I always figured, because this is a conversation, that it's like, it must be that LeBron is just fucking murdering him in uh, all of the uh, the various advanced stats. And that's why this is even a discussion that we're having that someone who's like fucking kind of shit in the finals about half the time uh, is uh, being talked about alongside someone who just murdered every single team that he ever got to the final round against. And uh, no, sir, uh, Jordan's better. Like his, his net rating is better than LeBron's. So fuck off. This is the dumbest shit I've ever, ever heard of. Why are you people talking about this? It's de it's devaluing the sport. It's debasing basketball. That this is even a discussion that people are having. I did not see this coming today, but I kind of brought it on myself. You can go back to Al-Qaeda if you want. Uh, 
I mean, Jordan conquered everyone in the finals until he got to the final, final boss, which was an actual crime family mob boss. <laughs> and then his efficiency shot down to zero. What would it mean to you if you uh, saw a video of the No Malarkey bus pulling up and just like uh, hordes of people in like the the guard, what the the scarves around their around their face? You know, I don't know the names for AKs. the male. Uh, hijab hijab but you only see that i don't think that's like a religious thing i think it's more of like a practical we're fighting in sand kind of thing the hijab no the the male one yeah in fact i actually think uh i think a book that uh good friend of the pod i fucking hate when people say that i don't even know i just said that uh justin sent to me about how like i don't know about all but a significant number of the religious or cultural um, observations that you know about throughout time are like they were practical and they got codified through. So like, yeah, they wore that. It's just sand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you like later are like, no, we have to wear that. Like, okay, now it's an instrument of control and it makes sense. Like things like not eating cows and stuff like that. Like that they, they, they needed the cows to actually graze so that the I don't know whatever. There's, I mean, it's easy enough to see. Uh, like you know, like stuff like uh, driverless cars. Like that I, I I have heard the opinion many times of like I don't know, it just it just doesn't feel safe. And like that's the dumbest shit on earth. Like it's much fucking safer. Like if you're interested in the topic and did a tiny bit of research on it, you would see that like what well, like I'm not sure, but I'm I'm not talking about like uh, today right now. If every single person started driving driverless cars, I've got a feeling that I, I would still probably be all right. But uh, uh, I, I'm more talking. You know, we're always saying like whenever they perfect it, whenever it's like mass market technology, like that. You know, something that you know. Uh, middle-class family can afford at that point it's going to be much safer than humans like the idea that a computer can't like what, what they're saying is that it's hard for them to imagine a computer driving better than a human and that is so dumb we are fucking terrible at driving but like uh you just look back um i forget what where exactly i ran across it uh but there was definitely people saying this about the car car you know <laughs> oh, like, yeah for sure <laughs> give up my horse fuck me not gonna do that uh yeah yeah i mean you people get attached to dumb shit planes whatever i'm sure you can say about anything it's just that now driver cars everybody's uh things they don't need everybody's talking about it on on the on the online on the bird um i have a call it the bird now i have a brief neighbor story for you that's cool i have an an update okay she came back to see if you had more snickers are you all no crust over there no, I, I don't just, mind it. I, I overcooked this one a little bit, so oh, the okay. crust is too uh, dry. Really, the middle part's too dry. I Having was surprised. I thought you were gonna cut cut the show a little short to get that done. So I was kind of surprised when you started, but it hasn't affected your performance yet. I just see you hey, also thanks. going uncrust. <laughs> uh, so yeah, she, you know, my neighbor. Um, I'm already, I'm already not feeling her at all. She's got three loud kids. I would say teens, but one of them looks to be about nine. So I think the others are probably like 11, 12, 13, 14. Yeah. And uh, I told you first about how when when she goes to take him to school in the morning. And here's why. I, here's something I learned that's even worse. So I thought that they were all leaving together for the day. And she's like, I got to get you fucking dropped off because I got to get to work. She goes and sits in the driveway at about 6.30, 6.45, which I know is not that early. And I know... You know, most people, I'm usually... Fuck up. you, it's not that early. That's fucking early. I mean, I'm usually up by then, but if there's nights like, you know, Mavs post game, Cowboys post game, or whatever, uh, I don't know, off the record last Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> Although that wouldn't have affected me then, because Sam and I slept on the couch together. That's true. His feet and my face, my face on his feet. I but, don't know if you want to get into this, but I I, I, I do think it's crazy, and uh, giving up your own bed... Well, I didn't have a choice, really. I mean, she was already in there whenever I found out that my, I guess, sister-in-law, Kristen's little sister, was already in the bed. Whenever I said, hey, Sam and I, are, uh, we're going to another bar. We'll be home around 1.30. Uh, she said, okay, well, Maggie's in here. And I'm like, well. Well, then maybe by 1.30 she could be somewhere else. I don't have that sort of autonomy, you know? What, what portion of the rent would you need to pay? <laughs> 
for for you just to have a reserve space. I think the uh, the highlight, what I'd like to take away to be the upshot, is that I enjoyed sharing uh, our new couch. Sure, sure, yeah, yeah. And I enjoyed not being by the window where the lady her driveway is right by the bedroom window on the side that I sleep, and she lays on the horn in a very uh, honey Dane Cook pay per view fifteen minutes let's go <laughs> type fashion. <laughs> And I'm like, God fucking damn, man. Just tell them to come out. And if they don't want to come out, leave. Like I told Bob and Dan about this, and that's what yeah. Dan said. Dan was like, they'll come out if you leave, which was kind of a surprising stance from Dan. Yeah. But I 100% support him on it. That I mean, it, 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 it is at that point that you could see the 1,000-mile uh, stare. Like, <laughs> Yeah. He's, he's, a, he's a beaten – well, everybody is. And I'm sure she is too, but still. They always come out. Yeah, I mean, you want to talk about a guy that uh, did not really cooperate with parents on on wake up times. Yeah, that's that was true. Something I struggled with often. Um, I think they come out in about three minutes, so it's not like it's a huge delay. Like they yeah. can close this gap really easily. Yeah. So she lays on the horn first time about ten seconds. She'll stop ten seconds. Stop. Then she'll hit you with like fucking Morse code. Beep, 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 beep. And I'm like, oh, shut the fuck up. And so that was uh, transgression number one. Number two was the night uh, where I broke out the good candy for her kids. And I was like, oh, let me open up the good one here, the Snickers. And she's like, oh, I'd love one. Don't know which one's worse between those two, but those those are both pretty bad. Both Um, pretty bad. I, I I think the horn. Probably the horn. Um, the one that honestly bothered me the most, but doesn't really belong in this conversation was when she, I was leaving for work one day on a Sunday and, um, Kristen was outside with Nora. I don't know if they were about to go walk or work, you know, Kristen was working on shit in the yard or whatever. They had just gotten home from somewhere. So she saw that as her opportunity to come over. I kept walking. I was like, oh yeah, my name's Jake. Nice to meet you. Kept going to the car. I'm not Mm -hmm. stopping right now. Find out later that among the first two or three things she asked was what church do you guys go to, which I'm pretty sure there's nobody listening to this podcast, even obviously if you are religious, that does that because I just can't see that type of asshole listening to this. But just don't, man. Don't tell somebody that you don't know that you'll pray for them, and don't tell somebody that you don't know. Don't ask them what church uh, do you go to. I think you can tell them you can pray for them. Fuck that. Okay, why? I tell what, people I'm going to pray for them all the time. What if I... Yeah, but okay. <laughs> Fucking drill. <laughs> you can't because it doesn't... It can't work with reciprocity, right? Like, if I... I've always wanted to do that. Like, when po- somebody says, I'll pray for you... I'll say, well, I'm going to get down on my knees every night and hope that you realize that you're the fucking problem. (laughs) Can't do that, even if I took the fucking out. So the church thing was annoying. We we go down to Sunday, a day when I was off, Mm -hmm. okay? Cowboys apparently play all their games on Thursday now. I'm having a great day. Beautiful. You know, I'm up, uh, you know, early, but still, like, I mean, I got the whole day ahead of me. I got a great football game to watch, and I see her walking over. And I see her make the right under the under the you know the walkway from the sidewalk, and I'm like, oh god damn it! Do we have another house behind ours that's also served by this <laughs> what, sidewalk? What Please tell me be? we do. <laughs> she rings the doorbell. Um, when I get to the door, she hands me the doorbell. Like we have one through the security company. She's like, this came off. I'm like, okay, great. Definitely felt like you probably took it off, like by being an idiot. It's it's just a fucking slide down pop on. And then she says, you know, I hate to even come over here and do this, but, um, you know. Not enough. The people, not a fucking enough. The people you have doing your lawn, which we just inherited the lawn company from the previous house owners. They're relatively reasonable. I mean, they're the same as what we were paying in Fort Worth. Okay. Plus like a slight 10% bump for a bigger yard. It's not bad at all. Yeah, whatever. And they they do everything. They do trees. Like they take care of everything every week oh really including leaves right like i would have to ask the people at the old house like hey you think we could maybe do something with these oh uh, they, they wouldn't do leaves not unless i asked and That's then i weird. think even then they might have charged me but um she's like uh she gestures over towards her driveway my guy is awesome but it is always a real roller coaster ride just Trying to get to an understanding of yeah, and the that's literal kinda, words that I am saying. That's going to become a part of this. Okay. Um, and I used to use a guy who was like completely on his own. Um, and this is like 
probably. Yeah, I, I remember this. You like found like Uber for uh, lawn services, right? Yeah, basically. And I, I know this sounds like really, really uh, white, but what little bit of Spanish I knew, I told him when he first started, like, I'm going to practice speaking Spanish with you. And he kind of thought it was funny, but I would do it every week. It's a very simple, once at least back then when I kind of had a little fresher and I wasn't on the spot. I mean, I would kind of prepare for it. Um, so, but the last, where is the library? (laughs) Yeah. How did that become the thing? Nobody goes to the fucking library. (laughs) Should have been like bar or something. I I love libraries. Um, so she gestures over towards her driveway. Ours has an original copy of the declaration of independence. I've heard that actually. What does he, what does that mean? Like how many of those were in circulation? Um, like, is that everywhere? No, no, it's, uh, I don't know. At, at the time, they might have printed like 100 or something, but I don't know that all of them are. And it might be less than that. What if it was like 25? Yeah, 25, I think I would call original. 100 feels like, I mean, everybody's got one. Because the, uh, the Irish version uh, came, you know, a good 100, 150 years later. Um, so printing presses were, uh, you know, a little easier to come by. And so there's definitely more of that. But I'm still pretty fucking odd every time I see one. Okay, but let's investigate this. And is the, the, every single copy before the printing press basically an original copy? What are you saying? So, like, let's say they had. Well, I mean, it. they had like the the ours is a printing press one. I'm pretty sure. I mean, they they printing press is like 1500s. I think. God, I gotta sound fucking dumb if I'm wrong about that. I'm Did looking none of this us up. know when Gutenberg lived. But then, then, so how is it an original copy? Uh, just and like, what is the word was, copy doing in that sentence? That it was there at the time, at the first. Yeah, like that it was made by them contemporaneous with the writing of it. Okay, that's fair. I'll yeah. accept that. Um, so and the, the specific story of that one, fourteen um, fifties. There you go. So of which one? Within fifty years, the printing press. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Gutenberg Bible uh, was. Uh, 1450s. I gotta be honest. I probably would have guessed like late 16. Yeah. So yeah, I was I was I was getting that sense. So I was I was trying to establish it would have been well accepted technology by the time of the signing of the Declaration of Independence. But that particular one, um, there was a uh, bookstore in Philadelphia that was open at the time, like of the Declaration of Independence, that closed in like the 90s or 2000s. And as they were going through. Like all the fucking back rooms, you know, where people were like, ah, whatever, throw it back there. Uh, they just found a bunch of shit where they were like, did, did you know Did you know we have this? <laughs> and uh, one of the things they found was like, you know, an original copy of the Declaration of Independence. And uh, they were just like, eh, we'll put it up for auction. And a bunch of Dallas businessmen were like, think, uh, think, think, think we want this. That's could a really, dope businessman. This could put our city on uh, the map. <laughs> this could make us, you know, we really see ourselves. A thing that to this day no one knows about. <laughs> we see ourselves kind of as the next Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> we, did, I, we, we have UTA. We don't reference that if we enough. Got, if we got a copy of the Independence, <laughs> we'd, we'd be right there. Uh, you know, I think if I would have thought about the Gutenberg thing, I would have been able to, to dial it back a century because of the Reformation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those were always 1A, 1B as far as importance from one to the other. But I'm sorry to derail you. What's going on with the lawn people? She gestures back over to driveway, and she's like, yeah, so your lawn guys uh, came on Friday, and as you can see, um, all of your leaves ended up at the foot of my driveway, and uh, you know uh, they blew them all this direction, and then when it rained, it must have rained at some point in there, maybe, I don't even remember it raining, but... Uh, she's like, now they're all just settled at the at my driveway. Noted. I'll uh, give them a 10 spot next time. <laughs> <laughs> Boys, you want extra credit? <laughs> Come to Papa. I've got a bank. Uh, no, she says, uh, yeah, and you know, what's funny about it is, and I swear to God, this is all fairly close to verbatim. She's like, what's funny about it is I was going to have them do mine when I saw them starting to do yours. And, uh, you know, they told me $35. Uh, they understood that real well. They understood that part of the conversation real well. And then whenever I saw what they were doing and I went out and started telling them uh, not to blow those towards my yard, you know, all of a sudden, no understand, no understand. And I'm just like standing there. And I'm, <sighs> what an asshole. I'm holding Nora as a defense, you know? Yeah, a, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I, Don't be too what fucking What a fucking weird. great thing to it have. Is. It is. I you know? love it. 
But uh, then she kind of started getting fussy. Like Megan got uh, groceries delivered today, which I I don't like. Uh, I've never done that. And uh, just, I, I don't know, I, I do not, like, I, I don't like people serving me. No, know? but like, I will say that, you know, when you have a kid, it does somewhat change your, at this point where they're real fucking beating to take into a grocery store. I'm not saying she's unreasonable. I'm just saying that the process of the guy showing up is yeah, uncomfortable to me. I feel you. Uh, and it happened to me while. about any delivery, really. Yeah. Uh, it happened to me while she was uh, eating, and I was like, this is great. You know, like no one's gonna be like. So I, you know. So why'd Scott lose? <laughs> yeah, well, just like, uh, you know, as the guys bringing it in, like, just kind of you stand, like, like I kind of feel like you should go out and help them, yeah. but like that's weird, and like sometimes they don't want you to, and sometimes they do, and no Asked matter and what, it's with a baby. Yeah, yeah, it's just like I'm feeding the baby. Yeah, what are we gonna do? Have the baby just fucking starve? I'm I'm busy right now, guy. <laughs> It is a uh, living, breathing version of the Chappelle sketch, wrap it up, be light, <laughs> that you, <laughs> you hit. Um, yeah, so I'm like, oh, okay, uh, I'll, uh, I'll tell him. You know, I'll just tell him. And I was like, hey, it's just this. And I, I don't know how long she's lived there. I forgot to ask. But like I said, this dude's been doing this lawn for years. Yeah. At least the last few. And I'm like, I, you know, they're just the same guys who have always done it. So it's not really like my guy. It's just the same people who've been mowing the yard you live next door to. Yeah. For at least before, you know, I did. So she's like, you know, and then they just like, oh, you know, then they then they all of a sudden don't understand. And I'm like, okay, uh, I'll say something. Just like that. I'm like, I'll say something. Mm-hmm. She's like, okay, if you could, if you could. And again, I hate coming over. It's just, you know, it looks awful. It's, and, 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 you know, felt like they were just trying to blow it over there. And at that point, the door's already shut. Yeah. So I call my man. <laughs> and uh, he's, I would say, like, he's definitely better than the dude I used to practice uh, Spanish with, with his English. Uh-huh. Um, it's pretty good. But there's, so you know, there's some slight gaps or whatever. And I'm like, hey, man. um, I don't know I really how to say this, but the lady that lives next to me is like a flaming fucking cunt. <laughs> uh, What's the word for that? Yeah, what are you? Como se dice? And uh, I'm like, uh, yeah, she's saying something about maybe the, the leaves are blowing. And he cuts me off and he's like, you know, she can't, you know, if you've already did Al-Qaeda. I was like, she she came to us. You know, she we're mowing, she come over. She says, uh, you know, you know, uh, want there, extra. There, there's leaves in front, you know, in front of yard, and uh, you know, I'll talk, I'll talk to my guys about it. But uh, I just said, uh, you know, uh, wind. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, you know, you know, man, this is just wind. And I was like, dude, I yes, I'm fucking I with know. you on this completely. <laughs> yes. This woman is nuts. Uh, don't worry about it. I'm just trying to make you aware that maybe if you could make like a slight effort to go back out into the other direction. Uh, into the intersection instead of in front of her house. He was like, "Yeah, man, I'll let my guys know. I'll try to, I'll try to, you know, keep it from happening." But, you know, it's the fall when there's leaves, and the attendant wind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was just like, "I can't believe I'm having this conversation." Like it felt like he might have been there when she came over the first time, and it's yeah. like had the same. Tried to tell her there's wind. Yeah, and I'm like, "Como se dice?" And he's like, "No, I just say cunt too." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I mean, that's that's good of you. Uh, certainly, you're you're the have handled this in the uh, the most noble way. Um, I don't, I don't know that I would have called him. <laughs> like, I don't know. I'd probably just next time she showed up and like, uh, yeah, I talked to him. It's whatever, you know. Like, like you're you're what what are, what are you hoping to get here? Like, you, in my call or from her in, visit? Long term from the whole thing. On who's in mine or hers? Well, I'm just saying like. It looks to me like you're going to have a rocky relationship with your neighbor. Like, let's say that you do every single thing right. Do you think you're then going to like her and, like, enjoy this relationship? Yeah, Kristen is already advocating that we throw four verticals and just get it over with. Like, she's like, you need to go outside next time she lays on that horn. And it doesn't really affect her because she's always already up at that time like and been up for a while. She's like, you need to go say something. I am in support of that. I don't know, man. I mean... I don't want this woman to kidnap my child or something. Like, she's got a look of crazy to her. Yeah. Got a little, I mean, got hey, a little twinkle. Uh, you've, you've already... I've got three pieces of information about her, and all three of them suggest it. Yeah. So... But I'm, I'm just saying, like... Uh, just rip the Band-Aid off. 
Yeah, like I, I, I would love to have good relationships with the neighbors. Uh, that That's certainly an ideal to live up to. She's also your only true neighbor. That's true. Because you're on an intersection. So that's it's just true. a street next to you. So yeah, you, if you could have a situation where uh, you guys are just going over to each other's house for dinner all the time, uh, delightful. But it doesn't look like that's in the cards, regardless of how you handle things. So... I don't know what 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 are you what are you losing by handling them uh, you know kind of like like by just blowing her off like what what would that cost you I guess I've thought through situations in my head where um, you know just crazy forty something single blonde white woman who just kind of looks nuts I don't know what clubs are in that bag I don't you know what I mean like that's a dangerous animal it's nah. Komodo. <laughs> And this woman on people that I'm like, I'm fascinated by you, but I'm not getting into that cage. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know. You know, I'm pretty dangerous myself, lady. <laughs> you can find that out. Yeah, I'm super dangerous. I tried to defuse this by holding a crying child <laughs> because I was worried about what this would escalate to. So anyways, that's my story. That's all I got. I got a DM from Pizza Hut. Fuck yeah. Just like out of nowhere. This might be better than getting a text from uh, Pilot Beezy. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I, get him on the show. I think it was just some kind of like, uh, they said, we know the holidays can be crazy, but it's time we spend with our favorite people that counts. We wanted to hook you up with a holiday essentials kit. Oh, shit. Okay. Because, yeah, I thought this was like when uh, Billy Bob Thornton and the other government officials had to fly out to the rig to get Stamper to come in. And they saw, <laughs> we they need saw, you. They saw, the, they saw your post about homemade trickle, uh, triple deckers. And they were like, look, we've only been able to find one man good enough for this job. And Mr. Fleming, we, uh, we need you to come f- with us. It's going to be worth it for, uh, for you, God, and country. Yeah. Um, now holiday gift bag, huh? I still keep on thinking in order to send me the holiday gift bag. Cause they were like, let us know if you're interested. And I, I let it sit there for a day. And then I was like, you know what? Who, who are we kidding? I'm interested. Uh, cause they're, they're asking for my address. So they hmm. can send the thing like that makes enough sense. And I'm like, well, I guess I give pizza hut my address all the all time. The time. Right. Yeah. So what exactly am I holding up here? And like I click through to make sure like it's got the blue check in the, in the top thing. And then I click through to the thing and I can see it's 1.6 million followers. And they're they're They've tweeted recently. They're even uh, followed by Trill Ballins. Uh, I get that information here that he <laughs> follows the official pizza hut account. God damn. Uh, but I, I still keep day. on find like figuring I'm going to find out like this is a big scam and everyone's gonna laugh at me like <laughs> you you fell for the big pizza hut scam like the next tweet from the verified pizza hut account is just your dick <laughs> yeah just, yeah it's just your it's just you hunched over a toilet I fell into it <laughs> yeah you know i think you should roll the dice i did yeah okay yeah. i mean and the reason the downside is that i wouldn't get free stuff from pizza hut <laughs> do you think i'm willing to live with not that? a risk that you uh you can take at this point I'm interested in what's in this gift pack. Yeah, no, maybe uh, maybe when I get it. If I get it on a, a Friday and I got to wait till the following Tuesday, we will not open it on the podcast. But if I get it on, uh, you know, like Tuesday afternoon and we're recording later on, maybe we'll have an unboxing. I have some questions, though. And I guess if you want to play just like a little bit of Papa John's, because I definitely want to talk about A Bug's Life. Um, Let's play some Papa John's. I got I, them all queued up. My question is, is, is it going to, is a regular Pizza Hut, uh delivery hand going to bring it or is it like i think they're sending it like in the mail so then it's probably not food at all uh they said that it would be cheesy okay dude this is going to be a really disappointing promotional item yeah no i understand that okay see it's free dude yeah but like maybe if you're like a you know companies in their uh unrelenting effort to make you feel like you're just one of them you know, they'll do shit like that all the time where they like randomly select someone to get a free pizza and stuff or something like randomly. that. Randomly. Well, okay. Yeah, but I mean, like I know everyone's you pizza talked hut. about in the fucking uh, New York hut Times as a, okay. a leading okay, voice of the sorry. food revolution. Yeah, sorry. I was more going towards your rewards point <laughs> count and you were going towards your, uh, you know, you know what I want you to do? Are the, they the paper of record or are they know, not? What I Did want something you to do change? is my least favorite thing that writers or freelance people do and i'm sure that i have uh 
colleagues, friends that do this, your Twitter bio needs to say words in at New York Times. <laughs> <laughs> words in at New York, at New York Times. Talk uh, right now IJB. it just says New York Times cited sandwich reporters. So. That's funnier, but it's less ironic. Or I guess it's actually probably more ironic, but I love that. Words in and then you list like ten yeah. ten different accounts that you free or uh publications you freelance for. Yeah, so uh, it says, uh, we want to hook up with our Holiday Essentials Kit, including some fun stuff to make you and your crew's holiday brighter, and you guessed it, cheesier. That's what they said. It's an ornament. It's got some cheese. It's an ornament of a slice of cheese pizza. I would fucking love that. I kind of would, too, now that that you say it. Yeah. My my Mac profile picture for, like, my actual, not my Mac account, I don't think, but, like, my... Your computer, yeah. My computer is just a slice of pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always been that way. Yeah, it's great. Great great one great one of the defaults. I think this is the only time we've had an actual proper segue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> talking about pizza. Let's just keep on talking about pizza. But oh this is kind of a Pizza Hut house though, isn't it? Uh I'd say Domino's is the top ranked, but Pizza Hut is that second one. PJ that, PJ three, huh? That would be that next thing. <laughs> the booty beater next thing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, it's not like I don't like Papa John's. Uh, I certainly do. But I, I would usually limit it to uh, whenever we were working together, I would say the times that Jake gets Papa John's, that's enough for me. Like well, I was, yeah, I was eating it once every two weeks anyways. Yeah. You were ordering true. it for work. So yeah. I was like not, not ordering it. And I think that Megan uh, vehemently doesn't like it. We had figured out a hack that you could get 50% all the time. Yes. Those were the fucking halcyon days, dude. They were. That was a good time. Yeah. You pay like six bucks for lunch, and you can eat half of a pizza and take half of it with you. I find that I rank the big three by their own, you know, not like as a whole. Like, I like Domino's Thin Crust the best. I like Papa John's Hand Toss the best. And I like Pizza Hut's Pan the best. Hmm. And I like the different to- like different toppings. See, I, th- I like the Domino's places. pan quite a bit. It's good, but I really like that Pizza Hut pan pizza. Pizza Hut's uh, just plain cheese pizza is oh, it's fucking the phenomenal. best in the game, dude. I I wouldn't sleep on their thin either. I don't like thin crust pizza. Well, the problem is that it's not cheaper. I'm not here to go half. I used to try to make this argument with sandwich artists mm-hmm. that. if i'm not getting any lettuce or any tomatoes or any black olives or any Uh, you know chipotle does that for free no not like like uh that they're so they they have like a three ingredient burrito thing they can key in if you like if you didn't get a bunch of stuff on your burrito it costs less you think salsa counts as an ingredient yeah but uh i can still get by with just salsa black beans and chicken and save my money I like yeah, it. yeah, you can. Okay, and it no, was, I did not know that. It was like uh, like five dollars even for a three ingredient burrito. Phenomenal, and um, that's how it should be. I would I so I order four. Mm. That's my uh, my standard order, and I really don't feel like I can give up any of the four. I'm I'm going uh, rice, the uh, meat, which you know either the carnitas or the chicken, kind of depending on how I'm feeling that day. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll the, roll carnitas on you every. Now the and then. medium and uh, medium, the salsa and the sour cream. Okay, those, those are my four. So you're and essentially paying $2.85 for sour cream. I'm fine with that. Okay. You know, I need it. It's not like a, it's not like a fucking break Clear in the bank with uh, Chipotle burritos. Like, yeah. they're not an expensive item to begin with. I don't get chips or anything with it. I just get the little cup of water and do fill it up with water, Greg. <laughs> God damn it. He told him about the travel box last week when I heard. <laughs> I wasn't even listening to the segment, but. Um, but, uh,. So there was uh, the Chipotle across my apartment in the West End. I would go there. like uh, That was the halcyon days of me eating Chipotle. Like, I, that would be like every fucking day. Yeah. I would just grab one on the way in. And uh, I did not understand the, like, the three condiment thing. I just noticed that like I was getting cheap burritos every time. And it was the same girl every time. Very cute. Uh, and so like then one day I show up and she wasn't there and, uh, it was more expensive and like, I kind of had to suss out what was going on and it was that she was, uh, marking it as three, even though it was four every time, just because oh, okay. she's, she's a fucking the, cool person. That, or whatever, yeah, you yeah, know, it could I mean, be either one. <laughs> who's, who's to say, <laughs> you know, uh, we'll, we'll never know that Chipotle's closed now. Um, but yeah, that was, uh. 
One of the nicest things anyone's ever done for me. They should make $2 off a burrito like every day for fucking six months. See, my my argument was give me a couple extra slices of turkey if I'm not getting any uh, vegetables. Doesn't have to be a full double meat, but extra meat should be the (laughs) same. Meat and a half. (laughs) 1.4 meats for the same price if I don't. And I think the same thing about thin crust pizza. Yeah. Like that it's, it's. I buy your argument. It's easily. 60 to 70 percent of the of the of the dough yeah and i don't know what that's probably not their heaviest cost it's meat but if it's cheap i don't know anyways fuck it the point is that papa john's is apparently falling off um after a pizza uh, pizza coup was executed Uh on jeff baseball so where do we start with this oh i guess i didn't even pull them up what uh, uh, i have it's been so long since oh I, they they are uh one two and three so okay uh, that works fine yeah then. one uh well yeah we'll just uh roll into this and see see how it goes we that's one thing we do agree on the new ceo is former arby's president rob lynch rob lynch um he's never been a ceo he has no pizza experience he's never been <laughs> in the pizza. <laughs> what a fucking phrase like I feel like the first thing says enough, right? <laughs> like, okay, you think this guy's never been C-suite? Get him out of here. But, like, just leave it at that. Like, that would seemingly make him as unqualified, and that makes all the point you need to make. But then... <laughs> just him has, calling he, it pizza experience. It gets, it gets worse slash better. Yo, he has no pizza experience. He's never been in the pizza category. He doesn't really have a passion for quality. And probably most important, he doesn't have a passion for people. Yep. Yeah. That's the most yeah, important yeah, yeah. thing. That is number uh, one. <laughs> uh, number and what, one, number what, two. What a thing to say about Rob. Pizza, yeah, no. That, he's coming out. He does not give a fuck what Rob thinks. Yeah, and I, I feel like it puts Rob in a rough spot of, because couldn't be me having to have my pizza metal tested in, in the public. No one would ever, people know whose yeah. corner you're fucking barging in on. And Rob's like, Probably got to look in the mirror and be like, to an extent, he's right. <laughs> uh, I mean, I wouldn't want to, you know, like we, we've, we've established we both like pizza. I would never say that I have more pizza experience in the pizza category than Papa Jay, you know? No. Um, no. So. And, and uh, to prove that he has that experience, that's the second cut. So yeah, he's yeah, been yeah. out for, for a while now. And much like, uh, this is basically the pizza version of, of looking somehow creating a fake account and looking at all of your ex's Instagram posts uh, just to see what they're up to. And after years of touting better ingredients, better pizza, Schneider says it's ultimately the customers who are left with a bad taste in their mouths. I've had over 40 pizzas in the last 30 days, and it's not the same pizza. It's not the same product. It just doesn't taste as good. The way they're making the pizza, the way they're putting the pizza together is just not fundamentally sound to what makes a Papa John's pizza a Papa John's pizza. What are you, fucking Bear Bryant? (laughs) Not fundamentally sound. (laughs) And it's just so wild to me because I think we all know that, like, there is variance from shift to shift you worked at a fucking dummies like of play, course yeah. place to place uh level of give a fuck that day by even the shift that was there yesterday like it's just insane that he's that's like, a dirty little secret that i don't think that everyone appreciates in the uh the fast food area in general like just that fast food more so than other types of food i think you're expecting it is going to be exactly the same conveyor belt and it's not it's not yeah uh no and i mean like uh how i always uh personally feel that uh Payway is one of the largest variants of like if they get it right, it's fucking great. If they do not, it's terrible. Well, I mean, I think you know, you well know, and I ride that ride fairly often. <laughs> I mean, you know? you know the part of the park that I frequent the most that has this issue, and it's the one that you are words at New York Times for. Uh huh. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a yeah, yeah. that's a high variance program. Yeah, yeah. We I we mean, all understand most, that the most and yeah, the whole yeah. like. We talked about this last week at Off the Record. Like, how is he getting 40? Like, is he is he going with a Groucho Marx, you know, mustache and glasses type get up on? Like, is, is, he, is he, as someone, I think Brick brought up that he possibly has an oven in his own home, but then that negates the whole, he can speak to how they're putting it together. Yeah. So I don't know. It's a really weird spot. Like, is he ordering Papa John's two t- three times every two days? I mean, I, I like. Uh, I, I don't think it's impossible. <laughs> it's, 
And then it's like, what's he doing with all of the rest of it? Although he did look like he had been eating one and a one and <laughs> yes. one point four pizzas for a month in that interview. And then uh, let's see the last one. Uh, oh yeah, this is sort of this is John Schneider plans to share more than just his wealth. I would just say, stay tuned. The day of reckoning will come. The record will be straight. Why not set the record straight down? I mean, what is it about the record that's not straight? <laughs> stay tuned. <laughs> How soon will that happen? Stay tuned. Sooner than later. <laughs> Don't do this to me. Yeah, I mean, like, does he think that they're gonna that uh, oh, we're gonna actually we're gonna break into the Bachelor uh, right now? Uh, all four all four major networks are doing the same. So, uh, like, it's fucking Trump and Kim Jong Un walking the, uh, up in front yeah. of Peace Accord. Like, we go now to the Rose Garden where Papa down. John is. <laughs> Expected to address the nation. <laughs> sort of adjust this tie. Yeah, <clears throat> uh, thank you to the uh, gathered members of the press and to the uh, viewers at home. And he's got like a fucking Ross Perot chart up there. Like, so what? What is he talking? Like, what is this in reference to? Uh, that he, I think he's trying to say that he can prove that his ouster was orchestrated. That like he was baited into saying the N word, and that there was plans ahead of time. They made me say the. They N-word. made me say it. It's like that lady at uh, North Carolina. I think you were, maybe you were still on the show then. No, but I, I uh, was listening. The the emotional support uh, slur. <laughs> yes. He's like, look, I, have I think anxiety. about that all the time. I got anxiety. What was I supposed to do? And do, then, do you do you know how much it would affect him? Fuck yeah! <laughs> Why do you think I said it? <laughs> that is a god level response. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I know. Bitch wouldn't have done it. That's not what I meant either. <laughs> so yeah, I think he's his 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 uh uh whole like the the, the he he believes that there was an orchestrated plot against him to get him ousted to get this other person put in, and that those people are still there on the board, and that he can prove that they were plotting against him yeah uh whenever they baited him into saying the n-word on a couple not a call. lot of ousted ceos that that don't feel this way yeah i know right that's that seems to be the norm unless you end up getting away with like billions and billions of dollars i would just be happy i think it would be tough for me to be upset about anything in life if i had eaten 40 pizzas in 30 days <laughs> Uh, I want to uh, I want to listen to this laugh again, and then then we can talk about bugs. Just focus on the laugh. Just like it uh it it, it says so fucking much. Like it's 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 given him a paragraph response in one sound, and he's like, why why can't you tell us now? Oh, if you only knew why. Can- I think he's gonna release it on Christmas. I think he's waiting for Christmas. He should do it at halftime of a Louisville game. Final four, maybe Louisville. I I would say uh, fucking Super Bowl, bud. Yeah, I mean, he's, true. he's got friends at the NFL still, I will bet. That's true. Maybe he can record do it. that's not straight. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> that set the record straight down. I mean, what is it about the record that's not straight? <laughs> Stay tuned. It's so How knowing. that happen? Yes. Stay tuned. Sooner like, than it, later. It, it's, it, I, I do imagine that God would make that sound if I asked him something, you know? Yeah. Or like, possibly uh, the devil. <laughs> why, why do babies die? And he's like... <laughs> <laughs> If I could tell you that one, <laughs> he's not going to tell you. I want him. No to be one the, making that laugh is going to tell you. I want him to be the villain in like the next blockbuster superhero. <laughs> that would be so movie. good. <laughs> like that, that Batman or somebody has to. Oh, I heard they're doing Batman again. What's that about? Uh, they hadn't had vampire. one of the vampire people do it, so God you know. Damn it, man! What? What if? What if one of the vampire people did it? There was a time when I thought Batman ruled pretty hard, man. Um, did you see, did you, have you ever heard of, uh, you know who Laura Lux is? She's one of those people that appears to, uh, make a living just by selling pictures of herself on the internet. I think that's what's going on. I oh, could be wrong. Maybe now that you say that, like she's a gram. Yeah. Girl. But, uh, yeah. Popular Twitter account verified. Um, but this, this came across my timeline and I, I enjoyed it greatly. Holy fuck. Oh <laughs> my God. It's a picture of herself in like a, uh, it's, it's like the, uh, you know, the, the, the bit of, uh, the slutty Halloween costume, like slutty nurse. She is slutty Papa John. Holy shit. She, she got a Jeff, Jeff baseball, baseball red top. top. <laughs> yes. Good. And, grief. uh, the caption is just, I ate more than 40 pizzas in 30 days. <laughs> oh yeah. I guess I forgot to highlight that he said more than. 
He's like, there's something that happened to you at 40 where you just absolutely, it could be 400, could be 41, but at 40, you lose your ability. I lost, I lost count, you know? I blacked out. Uh, All right. Yeah. So the final thing that I would like to discuss. Well, let me hit follow. Is that uh, the New York Times, like uh, a fucking year ago at this point, um, I think it's called The Insect Apocalypse is Coming. I'm going to type that into Google to see if I am correct. That sounds right. Uh, the Insect Apocalypse is here. Uh-huh. It's even worse than that. Uh, and I, I read this article, and uh, I, I'm not a person who uh, cares about bugs. So, like, on, on that level, uh, you kind of, like, uh, sort of fart and move on. But uh, unlike a... If you're using the bugs as like a stand-in for other phenomenon, then uh, I think there's a lot going on here. And I, I have thought about this article a ton since I read it, which is why we're talking about it all this time later. Uh, the basic gist of what's going on here... Was this written by like a philosopher or like a... I do not philosophy know. Philosophy professor or something like that? That sounds right. His okay. name is Brooke Jarvis. Uh, presumably Bart Harley's father. <laughs> Brooke Jarvis. Yeah, Bart Harley's father. I'm so glad that's part of our life now. Uh, Brooke Jarvis is a contributing writer to the magazine. That is all it says. She. So it's, uh, I'm sorry, Brooke. I did not mean to call you a man. It's Bart Harley's mother. Um, but anyways, uh, I think that the inciting thing here. So we... As you might imagine, do not have a constant count of how many insects are on planet Earth. We don't know uh, how many species of insect there are. So, like, a total number, like, of course, we've got no idea. I mean, just, you know, like, you're just kind of walking around and there's bugs. Yeah. That's that's about as much as science knows, too. And you kill them and then there's one left. Yeah. One less, excuse me. Um, And... As far like and, and I think that they're you know uh, this this story starts out by talking to a dude who's like I think there's less bugs um, and I believe there are also scientists less who bugs than there used to be have had yes just saying I think there's less bugs would be an odd well <laughs> than there used to be seems fairly implied <laughs> like what's the a, other option I don't know it's just a weird way to say hey I just think there's less bugs hey sorry I speak so efficiently <laughs> yeah, you guess, know I'll work on it that's true um. And uh, so they, th- there, there has been an, a little bit of an attempt to, uh, to quantify this. Uh, apparently in Germany, in the nature preserves, they are trying to do a, a pretty good count of how many bugs they got there. And uh, someone pulled all that data, and uh, it looks bad. <laughs> in 2014, uh, there was a study where they just took in Every study they could find, like it was one of those meta studies where they're like looking at everything that ever that the world knows about how many bugs there are um, and trying to make a guess. And of the monitored species of bugs that we have, uh, a majority of them, there's fewer of them now than wherever they started studying it. And the degree is on average 45% of the bugs that were there whenever they started studying, you know, whatever, uh, 50 years ago, are uh, are are like there's 45% less now. So like half the fucking life on the planet when it comes to one like large order of animals. I mean, they're not animals. You know what I'm saying? Order of a species of insect. That's right. But so that's the, the, anyways, the count of that specific species of insect across the board. Half the fucking bugs are gone guys. Yeah. Okay. And that's kind of the point of doing meta studies like that. Is it obviously it's too big to wrap your arms around, Let's count the bugs. So you're just like, let's see if we can count this one type of bug that only lives in this one specific region. And we do that enough times that we can then say the same thing is happening to all these pockets. Yeah. And okay. the, the, that that uh, that German Nature Preserve study, that found that in the last 27 years, there are 75% fewer bugs in German Nature Preserves than there used to be. Uh, the monarch butterfly population is something that we do monitor in the U.S. 90% of monarch butterflies are gone. Uh, the bumblebee species, 90% gone. I'm going to anecdotally say something very dumb. Yes. That might be the title of my book. I forgot what we were going to call yours. I think it was just I'm Right. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to self-report seeing less butterflies on a day-to-day basis today than I did as a kid. I I would agree, yeah. There's no way. I've seen like one this year. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know that I've seen one. 
And I, I, I saw it. Be, it was like, oh, fuck, it's a butterfly, and you I know? And I'm, I'm not like... And we spend less time outside than we did when we were kids. I guess, but I also do go outside a fair piece. I mean, but I guess then, even then, if you're like go going to kick the leaves in your neighbor's yard. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess I'm spending less time uh, outside because you have to have a job and stuff. But I'm like, you know, I'm outside of fair amount you'll like run but i guess even then you might be at a track and but i don't know when i when we were kids you're like i was i was uh uh you know more indoor than uh the average person of my age but like still it was like you know during summer it's just all fucking day yeah. so maybe that's totally useless but at least no, I mean, my you know, own uh qualitative observations are that i can support these uh these nerds but this is kind of what it strikes at the heart of like that uh if, like, like you know, a 90% loss in species is something that you would, like, only lightly feel, but, like, obviously matters. Like, I don't know that I want to sit here and say that, like, the fate of humanity hinges on monarch butterflies, but there's probably something at some point. So the insects are, like, the, the foundation of the food chain that, uh, you know... The, They're very vulnerable. Uh, insects are eaten by very small animals, uh, medium-sized animals eat the small animals, large animals eat the medium-sized animals, so on and so forth. If all of the small animals die, the medium animals are going to die, the large animals are going to die. I would also guess, without really being a science person, (laughs) that they are more susceptible, the lower you are, the more susceptible you are to small changes resulting in your death. Sure. Like so they're more chicken. sensitive. Yeah. Yeah. And so that it's a good, you know, you can look at... And because they're more sensitive, they're going to be the frontline thing. Right. That like makes if sense. there's a large change this coming in the world, it's going to be... to like probably felt. biology majors that listen to us. But yeah, I, but I whatever. Still, How many of those are those? Yeah, probably not many, but still, I... Who majors in biology? <laughs> yeah. Nerd. Uh, it, does, it does make sense to me, though, that, you know, that you... Because yeah, it's just kind of like the Trump thing or anybody who's like, uh, well, what about global warming? Uh, like everybody's still living fine. Like, yeah, but we're fucking the top. Yeah. <laughs> like we're not going to notice anything in our existence for a very long time. Yeah. Um, so I, I, it just, uh, it strikes at like that, um, how much we don't know that like could have a large effect, uh, and another example they give in here that I, I think sums up this phenomenon even better is that uh, they've been tracking uh, in, I think, like the, the Florida Keys that, uh, you know, like the biggest catch of the season or whatever. Like, I, I think it's just like a informal kind of like, you know, we're interested in finding like the biggest fish. So if someone catches a giant fish in the Florida Keys, they'll take a picture next to it. Free you know, nachos. It'll, it'll be measured. Yeah, yeah. And you, you get a steak, you know, whatever. Your picture goes up on the wall. Um, and like, if you look at this starting in, you know, like the seventies until now, uh, the biggest catch now, like they would just fucking throw back back then. Cause it's fucking tiny relative to the kind of fish that used to swim in the Florida Keys. But, uh, now <laughs> like we're, we've, we've killed off all the fish. Um, and, but like, but no one realizes it, you know? Like, they still know that their fish is bigger than anyone, one of the ones you caught today. Right. So, like, uh, you know, the, the way it puts in the article is the, uh, the smile on the fisherman has not uh, diminished with the size of the fish. Like, that your experience is compared to the other things that you know, and that whenever we're talking about a global scale, uh, that means fucking nothing. Impossible. Yeah. So, like, <clears throat> you know, if, if there are a little bit, like, I'm not even sure, like... I guess once I read this, if they're saying like, are there more, if you, you said, are there more or less or the same amount of bugs in your life before you, like before I read this and they asked me that, I'd have been like, eh, probably about the same, maybe a little less, probably about the same. And like half the fucking bugs are gone. You know, it's just that there's, there's a large category of things that the way that we take in the world is not going to pick up on. And those things can have an effect on us the same way as everything else can. I might go so far as to say not a category. I would say most things. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I mean, you know, you're not, you're just that to a lesser extent, it's kind of like, uh, and I think we talked about this even a couple of weeks ago, but to a lesser extent, that's kind of what Nate Silver's book is about in that you're, our, 
We're just not as smart as we think we are. <laughs> yeah, I would say that's that's what I would yeah and so, ultimately take from and, this. And so, like you know, that's that's how people end up. Like people, you know, not to get into like the momentum debate, but that you're looking for patterns that make sense to you, that kind of build on patterns you've seen before. And so you're not really ever taking in all information or new information. You're just like fitting it into the things you've seen or the way things have been before. And you're just not as perceptive of the wide range of data as you think you are. You think that you this all makes sense to me. So yeah, that's, I don't know, man, that, that definitely, it trips me out because we live in a world where, you know, obviously like with a linear degree, like the way that things work, where we have more information and we're, we are smarter than we've ever been when it comes to science. You know, I think that's, a, I don't think that's a debatable point. Yet still, uh, we just don't know much. And so, I mean, this obviously all leads to like climate change and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, as far as reasons why the bugs are gone, that, that's obviously number one. Uh, pesticides, herbicides, and just human expansion are also major factors. You know, uh, I, I feel like that was the one, the human expansion is the one that people really front and center when I was a kid. You know, like that. Now we got coyotes in the neighborhood because we built a development where coyotes' houses used to be. Yeah, or whenever you would see like sad sack commercials asking for money about a particular type of animal. Yeah, although Sarah I guess McLaughlin a lot of that was like playing. hunting, probably. But even that's kind of related to human expansion. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I I don't I don't know exactly what to make of this, um, but I, I just it is it is kind of opened my brain. You know, like the. I, I, it's, it's changed the way that I'm taking in things. I, I guess it just, I, I'm not here to shit on science because they're doing the best they can, but I, it, it gave me a greater appreciation of what exactly task try, science is trying to do and how totally inadequate we are for it. Um, and also, like raising a kid, uh, there's a, a book uh, called Crib Sheet. It was written by an author who uh, wrote the book Expecting Better. And both of those are a woman who is an economist, who is married to an economist, who is the uh, daughter of economists. Um, is uh, just she got pregnant and then had a child, and so for her own good, looked up like every single study that I've seen this. anyone had. Yeah, I think yes. Kristen yeah. read it. Um, and, uh, the main thing that you get out of most of it is like, uh, so this, this large advice that doctors always give you, what's the science behind it? Not really anything, yeah. you know, they, they don't really know. They like the, the amount of like hard information that we're like, we're sure that this is exactly how much your baby is affected by doing this thing is so scarce. Yeah, I remember being blown away by nothing. that. The first time we told the pediatrician something about something we had read, this, that, or whatever, and she's like, yeah, it's bullshit. She's like, none, none of this shit matters. <laughs> and I don't know that that's necessarily a more satisfactory answer, but I did appreciate her transparency about being like, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I have confidence that any of this is verifiable. Yeah. Like, I'm, I thought that was, I was like, oh, shit, well, all right. Put her needle in her arm. Let's do some heroin. <laughs> no, but it, yeah, I, I don't know if she, I, I never read this, but I have seen it at my house. And um, so you read it. I'm not finished. If you want to call me out, but uh, but would you say that? Because like I got into a weird deal. Like I, I read about half of that. This I mean we probably do this another time, but I read about half of the strong fathers, strong daughters, mm -hmm. and I will get back to it. It was just a lot of stuff that is not super applicable now. Yeah. And there's like a slight religious bent to it, but I, I don't know. I didn't have a problem with it. Um, but it was like way more like cultural stuff. I don't know if that's what this is or not. No, it's it's all like it, it, it really just is that she's read every medical study of infants and the technical stuff. Yeah. Like, okay. like, you know, like, uh, like to, whether to put them on the, like the, all the stuff about, uh, putting them on their back, uh, using a swaddle, and like that kind of stuff for sleeping, like it'll dive into that and tell you like exactly, you know, what, what, what do we really know? Like, oh, is breast milk actually better? That is definitely tackled. Yeah. Um, and the answer is nobody fucking knows. It doesn't seem everyone just gets into whatever camp they think works for them and then defends it. Yeah. And yes, yes, absolutely. And she does 
try to like like just as kind of like a, a side errand of just you know following her own interest sort of theorizes on you know like what you're talking about you know of the just the the mommy wars is what she calls it yeah um and just kind of observes that a lot of what's going on here is not a uh, exchange of ideas it's an emotional like it's judgment yeah just like uh, by someone else doing something else than what you did raising your kid it feels like what they're saying is that you did it the wrong way. Yeah, Julie, and no one likes to be told that. Julie told us a funny story about that on the air one time. Yeah, she was like, "Yeah, you know, whenever I, I had newborns, um, I don't know, maybe they weren't newborns because she was like, if I was outside of the house and I started feeding a bottle somewhere or whatever, like the park, you know, and you could you could feed, you could see moms judging you. Someone would even say like, oh, you don't breastfeed,' and she would uh, she said she'd be like, "No, I had a double mastectomy.'" <laughs> sorry. That's nodded. so great. But yeah, it's like the one she's got the one trump card for like back up, bitch. That's like, so fucking great. I lived through a fucking four year, three year battle with cancer and then birthed a child afterward and uh don't give me your shit. Yeah. <laughs> but that's a common thing that they run into, common enough to where you know they yeah. don't often hear brushback on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um but yeah, yeah, the the evidence there like the things that I, I don't, I, I, it's been a couple months since I read that chapter. Um, so I'm not working through this book at breakneck pace, is what this is revealing. Um, well, good thing is it doesn't seem like they're aging fast at all. So you'll, you'll, probably, <laughs> you'll probably have plenty of time. No, I think that probably all the advice in uh, this particular book I've, I've probably aged out of. But, you know, we'll uh, probably like to have a, a second child at some point, and this will be useful information. And um, at the very least, I can use it to uh, judge other people at the park. That's right. Um, but I just be careful. My, my recollection is that, uh, like stuff of like it decreasing the incidence of diarrhea whenever they're on the breast milk, like that might be what's going on as far as like your kid's going to be an Einstein. If right. you give them breast milk, Long-term like term health, that's, and that's the only thing you even give a shit about. Right. Like you, you just don't want to make your baby dumb by giving them formula. Like that would feel fucking awful. Uh, that doesn't appear to be going on. Oh, there's, really? There's anything, no evidence you know, that's, that. that's that's yeah. You, that's ever you know, like everybody's worried. There's no that, good evidence to that I should say because the the biggest thing she does is she'll like because there's plenty of times you have heard things before and she'll just tell you like, hey, I read like there's definitely studies in here that I have like realized that I have seen referenced elsewhere. You know, right? Like you, you've certainly heard plenty of studies of baby stuff, and she'll just give you an opinion of like, hey. For work, I read studies. I can tell you whether or not this one was done well, and it was or it wasn't. That's yeah. That's a that's a disappointing thing. I mean, it's to the exponential degree, obviously, in soft sciences. But yeah. there's just so many of them that you. And I'm sure there was a time where I bought a lot of it. Um, not to say there's no good ones, but a lot of it is just so they the sweeping conclusions on how bad the, the data is is. Yeah, there's a, a a replication crisis going on in science, Jake. I don't know if you've heard about it. I have heard I have heard that term before. I found a, a Reddit. yeah, just that it, like the number of times whenever so, there will be like a major study that like everyone's like basing their life decisions off of, and then another group will come in and be like, "All right, I'm going to read everything you did, and I'm just going to do the exact same steps, and we'll see what I come up with." And like, like I, I think it's more than half of them. They're like, this appears to mean nothing. Never mind the fact that during the time when it was considered uh, legitimate and replicable, other people had already done studies using that as their basis. You know, because yeah. we stand on the shoulders of giants, baby. And then they just continued to build on. I think what I what I have come away knowing in my heart is that people who use anecdotal data in an unscientific approach. Are idiots who uh, don't don't know anything, and that people who use science and anecdote or uh, not anecdotes uh, are no better. <laughs> um, I need you to watch a couple episodes of Mickey Mouse Clubhouse for me. Do I have to? Because I found a Reddit. This is a topic for a later day. It's way too big for right now because I gotta uh, I gotta bang out. But uh, yeah, hold speaking on. of kids, hold on. I need to pick um, one up. Hold on. I don't think Walt Disney was an anti-Semite. I looked into it. Uh, don't crush my dreams. Um, but that's not... Because you were crushing Megan's. She was like genuinely taken a... He, he was really? And uh, <coughs> I still I, think he was. I've, someone wrote a book alleging that he was. Uh, 
But everyone seems to agree the book is horseshit. Yeah, there's no way that the largest entertainment company controlling all media for the last hundred fucking umpteen years could have suppressed that sort of narrative at a mass scale where uh, people would just be like, okay, nothing to see here. I think that Walt, Walt Disney, if he were an anti-Semite, would be like uh, one of the great uh, arguments against anti-Semitism. Because he's just so fun-loving? Well, the one thing you told me that they have is control of the media, <laughs> but the guy at the head of the fucking media hates him. Yeah, or was he like fighting what he thought was the good fight? <laughs> He's like, I have to wrest control away. Um, one thing I did not know. But no one ever says, like, I hate the Jews because they used to have control of the media. That's true. They're always saying that they currently do. Uh, I didn't know that he did, like, almost all the voices early on. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He was Pete. I was on just a little <laughs> time on Pete's Wikipedia <laughs> the, other day, the other day. And I did it. After I read this post, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, it's all a terrible lie to bleed the humanity out of Goofy. <laughs> the first paragraph is all I'll read, and then we'll do this at a later date. Okay. The whole environment is a computer simulation created to turn a subject into a conforming, dependent simpleton. The subject, in this case, is Goofy. Goofy is some kind of sentient being, maybe a human, a strong AI, who knows, who is being put through <laughs> the clubhouse. Goofy is a strong AI. Who is being put through the clubhouse as a training program to condition all free will and independence out of him. And I had a fucking ball with this the other night. <laughs> if I'm watching it every day, I at least want to read things like, Plooper is a... Uh, anyways, yeah, we'll do it later. Dude. <laughs> okay. Right, good times. Yep. That's it for tonight. The high school special is next, so until tomorrow. For everyone who's been a part of this one, I'm TC and Jake. We do thank you for watching. Good night.